Welcome to Feeling Kentucky, the official podcast of the Kentucky Petroleum Marketers Association. I'm your host, Adam Stennett, and with me today is founder of Renegade Racing Fuels and Lubricants, Toby Baptiste. Renegade is the feature article of the KPMA Marketer Winter Issue. Toby, thanks so much for sitting down with us and giving our listeners a little more insight to what goes on here at Renegade. Yes, sir. It's great to be with you guys. I really appreciate the opportunity that KPMA has has provided Renegade today. Well, Toby, I really appreciate you guys allowing me the opportunity to tag along and get a behind-the-scenes look at what goes on here at Renegade. I think one of the biggest takeaways that I've had today is really just seeing the scope of business that you all actually have. I mean, you've got the distribution center in Owensboro, uh, located at the Valor Oil location. You have a distribution center here in Bowling Green. Um, Your director of operations, Cody Dickerson, was telling me you guys have a distribution center in South Carolina, and you're looking at opening up one in Nevada. I mean, when you think back to starting out of that one-car garage, did you ever envision Renegade being the brand that it ultimately is today? You know what? I think I had dreams that it would be like that today uh, or be like that at one point. And and today, it's just we're just thankful to be where we're at. Mm -hmm. We're still hungry. We have a long long ways to go. Back when we started out of a one-car garage, I believe that – there were dreams to be where we're at today. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's taken a lot of hard work to get there today because we right. started out of a one-car garage. You know, a lot of people will uh, recognize Valor. We we are a division of Valor mm-hmm. Oil, uh, which is a member in Owensboro, and and Renegade Performance Fuels and Lubricants, of course, is the brand name yep. of the performance division. But today we are coast to coast, twenty-three international countries. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I mean. When I came to Valor back in the summer with Jonna Jackson, um, KPMA's membership operations and engagement manager, and we just we had just a little quick tour around the place. But when they said you guys ship out to the twenty three countries, all fifty states, I was honestly just blown away. I mean, all of that is happening right here in Kentucky. And when I think about our KPMA members. As a whole, sometimes I don't think they get enough credit for the work they do and, you know, kind of the scale of their business, both nationally and internationally. And I think coming here and seeing your all's operation and getting a chance to talk to you all really just kind of proves how how critical our industry is, how critical our members are. And it's just really a, a positive thing to see for the association and the industry as a whole. Yeah. And, you know, in Kentucky, we're known for world-class bourbon, right? Yeah. And, and I shared with you earlier, one of our neighbors is a bourbon company. Right. So we take that same pride in making our performance fuels, racing fuels and, and lubricants. You know, we, we have a, a motto that we, we make everything with heart and it's crafted by hand. So crafted by hand, made with heart, it goes into every drum, every five-gallon pail, you mm-hmm. know. And on the oil jobbership side, what um, uh, one of the biggest value propositions there is while racing fuel might not be the biggest part of a portfolio of an oil jobber, 
it creates so many share wallet opportunities. I couldn't tell you the amount of oil jobbers that are uh, partners with us. They'll, they'll tell us, hey, we brought racing fuel into our portfolio. Mm-hmm. There w- were these trucking companies that were into racing because we had a race fuel. Now we picked up the trucking company or the lubricant business that was millions and millions of gallons of diesel fuel, for example. So, yeah. uh, or hundreds of thousands or, or several thousand gallons of, of lubricant. So uh, racing fuel is fun. It's edgy. And it's a lot of fun to talk about. You know, another part of your business that really stood out to me and and honestly surprised me was just your all's catalog. I mean, there are a ton of products in there. There is a lot of different blends of fuel um, for different reasons. And, you know, me personally, I don't have a whole lot of experience with racing or motorsports in general. I mean, I obviously, like most people may think, straight to NASCAR you know, drag strip racing. I have a very close friend who races motorcycles with his brother pretty much all summer long. You know, when you look at that catalog and you see all the different fuel types, you know, I'm curious, where is Renegade? Where is Renegade in the world of motorsports? So Renegade, we take a, we take a high road approach, Mm -hmm. okay, because in racing, uh, Probably less than one percent are professional racers. Okay. Uh, the other ninety-nine plus percent are uh, good folks out there, uh, guys and gals. You know, working forty to sixty hours a week, uh, racing sometimes on their grocery money, as they yeah. like to say, because they like to play with their toys. And so we're about being the official fuel of the grassroots racing industry those that sometimes get forgotten about and Mm -hmm. that helps us a lot Uh, we respect what the professional racers do like nascar and and some of those folks but you know you do your research there they're they're giving their fuel for free yeah so we really want to cater and take care of the ones that are spending the money uh on their racing that don't get the full 100 percent sponsorships so we're out to support the grassroots racing america out there and and the grassroots racing across the globe. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, now we are we do have several uh, racing series that we're a part of. Uh, we're also the uh, official fuel that's used for the factory Monster Jam trucks. Okay. So, so if you look in the Monster Jam, yeah. Monster Jam Grave Digger and all those guys, yeah. they're using our product. That's, that's really cool. That's kind of cool. I think that's just another great example of just how valuable and how important some of our kpma members are and and the business and the industry as a whole i mean your fuel that is made right here in kentucky goes into gravedigger one of the most successful monster jam trucks of all time and i think that's that's a really neat aspect and something that a lot of kentuckians unfortunately aren't really made aware of um on a day-to-day basis and, and may not ever know and i just think it's important to keep pushing out how much this industry does for the state of Kentucky. And you mentioned, you know, being the um, official race fuel for the grassroots racer. You know, how does that factor into some of your all's decisions when it comes to sponsoring some of these local racing events, such as LS Fest here in Bowling Green? Yeah, so it's a good thought there. So when we sponsor an event to us, that more takes care of all the racers because mm-hmm. there's multiple racers there. So we have nothing against sponsorship. You know, if a racer's able to get sponsorship, you know, I race too. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Congratulations. We, we hope every racer can get that. 
when we sponsor an event, though, we know multiple racers are going right. to be there. So for us, it allows us to service several clients, several racers, right. several partner racers there in one event, plus the events in our backyard. Mm-hmm. Well, another thing that I noticed um, when looking through your all's catalog was the Make-A-Wish logo. Can you give me a little more insight on what it is that Renegade does in partnership with the Make-A-Wish Foundation? So when you look at our pails, the the Make-A-Wish logo, it's on our drum labels and our pails too. So uh, we're avid supporters of Mm Make-A-Wish and and we have a program called Renegade Reach. So Make-A-Wish is the nonprofit that we choose to support corporately. Right. And so basically when anybody buys a product, a t-shirt, oil, racing, fuel, lubricants, whatever, uh, we set aside a portion of that to give to either Make-A-Wish or we'll go to a partner or distributor's backyard and if they have a nonprofit in their local community, we'll go do a 50-50 match where mm-hmm. we help that nonprofit. So that's all about Renegade Reaches. Yeah. As we become more, uh, uh, as we grow more and become more and more successful, uh, we just want to make sure generosity right. is a part of what we do every day. And that's very important to yeah. us. It's very important to my wife and I. Speaking of your drums and pails, one of the more recognizable pieces of Renegade Race Fuel, I think, is the Ratman logo. Can you give us a little more insight into how that logo came to be, the meaning behind it, and why it's so special to Renegade Race Fuels? So it's a recognizable piece. It starts mm-hmm. with, with my dad. You know, my dad uh, was my biggest champion when we started this company out of a one-car garage. Um, he uh, supported me. I was in college, and, uh, you know, I got into it actually just a, I was racing a little bit on the side, and I was using some of the, the, the money from the dealership to pay for lunch money back when I was in college. Mm-hmm. Well, my dad earned the nickname Ratman because he always ran a big block Chevrolet. Mm-hmm. And so he always had the little rat fink on his dragster uh, that had Ratman. It didn't have rat fink, it had Ratman. Make a little clarification there. So when we started a fuel line and some other lines, I decided because of how he helped me being a young man right. kind of launch off, I thought, well, I'm going to name a fuel series after him. So that actually is inspired by, by Pops. Yeah. You know, Toby, I think one of the biggest things that has came across to me today is really just the the attention to detail and the family first approach that Renegade seems to be taking with everything. You know, from the start with Steve measuring out the fuels and making sure everything is 100% accurate going off of his spec sheets down here to Bowling Green and, and seeing Lavina and Jared package up the small small units by hand I think the level of detail that goes on here really just displays your motto perfectly, uh, crafted by hand, made with heart. You know, I think people who haven't had the chance to see the day-to-day operations, the -the behind-the-scenes look like I have, may think there's a lot of automated, um, hands-off tasks going on, but that's it's the complete opposite. Is that something you take pride in, knowing that? The fuels you all put out from top to bottom, start to finish, have the level of detail, uh, the attention to detail that they do? Absolutely. You know, our first core value is family, mm-hmm. and, and that's our number one core value for a reason. And we want to make sure that we are uh, providing a great opportunity to people 
and not so much machines. Right. And, and there's nothing wrong with technology. You know, you need bits of technology yeah. to get stuff done. Uh, but there's an element of pride that we have a great, great operations staff. Uh, you know, you got to meet Cody Dickerson, our operations director, and Steve Van Natten. You mm-hmm. know, he's our blend master. And, and just recently, you know, is stepping up in the company even more. And those guys take such pride in what we do. And, and I'm really proud of every member of our operation team. I mean, you got to meet Jared and Lavina today. And, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, that's why today when we did pictures, I wanted to get pictures yeah. with those guys in there because the team, they're the ones that get the credit. Yeah, I think the values that you guys have here and what you try and accomplish day in and day out with your with your team really comes across right away. I mean, basically as soon as you walk through the front door. And once again, I, I can't help but think about our members as a as a whole and you know the conversations that I've had with uh, other members and kind of seeing some operations, some behind the scenes, a few other places. Our members in this industry really seems to be dedicated to serving the communities, um, their communities, as best they can. And, you know, once again, I, I don't think Kentuckians really see the true benefit and value that this industry provides the state. And it's just great seeing, you know, how how much fun the team here seems to have with one another, with with. Uh, packaging the products with making the products i mean this has just really been a fun tour for myself and and a really great learning opportunity that i would encourage others to really consider um, if they have the time and and resources one thing that i do want to touch on because once again this is something that is very interesting when you see it Inside of Euro's catalog, there is um, a product for outdoor power equipment, specifically called Bushwhacker Juice. Can you give some more insight to that? How in the world did you go from making race fuels to incorporating it with small engine fuel? Was that a logical step, or did you just kind of wake up one day and say, I think I'll do this. A, a little bit of both. So okay. we were not in it. We had requests to get in it and in that sector or in that industry. Mm-hmm. And I also seen, just like with race fuels, you know, I told you before, there's some competitors out there, which, you know, we, we respect our competition. Um, there's some old school blend formulas in the racing world mm-hmm. that's still from the 70s. Well, race motors have changed since the 70s. Uh, outdoor equipment as well you know it's developed over time right. uh, some people might say well combustion engines and a com- combustion engine well, well no there there is some modifications that have happened over the years so we just got to see the opportunity to make something to where when you put it in 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 your your chainsaw or your weed whacker whatever it may be is that you know what we can create those exhaust temps to go down mm-hmm. and for the the fuel duration to last longer when you run our yeah. stuff the fuel duration will last a little bit longer than, than some of the other typical products gotcha okay well toby as a racer yourself as a sponsor as a distributor of race fuel where do you see this industry heading? So I think the future of racing, you, you know, it's it's when diesel prices go high, there's also been some t- race tire shortages because there seems to be shortages everywhere mm-hmm. on items. And so that's, 
that's hurt racing a little bit this year because folks have not been able to race as much right uh j just due to you know diesel fuel prices it's not the price of the race fuel it's to get your toter home or your yeah. pulling truck get your race car to the racetrack plus folks don't have as many tires like the round circle track or round mm -hmm. track racing has been limited because there's been a limited number of tires uh in the racing world uh but i think racing is always going to be strong it it's just seems to be a passion mm -hmm. uh for people you know, being able to show up with their hot rods. I know there's been talk about, hey, will electric pour into racing? You know, um, you know my sense on this. I'm in the old jobbership <laughs> yeah. world, right? So I've told you before, I've got a license plate that says Cole keeps the lights on, baby. <laughs> so that's just how I roll. Um, but folks like the desire of hearing the loud engines mm -hmm. and, and hearing the robust configurations that go into cubic inches and, yeah. and, and what you put you know, as far as whether you run fuel injection or carburation or, or a blower, right, yeah. on, on your motor, especially the boat guys. You think you're going to run to the lake and say, hey, let's pull out your electric boats, man. <laughs> They're going to be like, no. So they want those loud yeah. toys to be heard on the lake. So I think that's always going to be strong. You know, I don't have anything against somebody, you know, trying to get an electric vehicle and go to the racetrack. Mm -hmm. I'm just telling you what gets people's juices going yeah. is the uniqueness of one the race car how it sounds mm -hmm. and then how it runs yeah it's very interesting to think about how electric vehicles could find their way onto a drag strip i know i've seen videos of people taking their teslas and racing diesel trucks or uh, mustangs and and i get you know the the lure of an electric vehicle when it comes to that just just because of the um, the acceleration that those vehicles seem to have in comparison to others. So it would be interesting, but I do think what you said about how people interact with each other and what they're looking for and, and the sights and sounds of a racetrack is going to far outweigh whatever an electric vehicle may, may offer someone. So I definitely see, see your point there. Well, final question, Toby. Like I said, I've appreciated my time here at Renegade, uh, meeting every one of the team members, uh, really just kind of shadowing you guys and seeing what goes on behind the scenes that you know people just unfortunately don't get to get to see all the time. So, my last question, after spending the day with you guys, what is next for Renegade? What are you guys doing big? Well, I'll tell you, another one that's about to start is uh, Cody's uh, about to lead one of our uh, expansion projects. Mm -hmm. So uh, we we believe the future's bright. So we are adding, I believe, close to 300,000 gallons of blend capacity, which is huge for our industry. Yeah. That means we can make this much at a time. It's not storage, blend capacity. So that, those are some big numbers yeah. when you talk about 300,000 extra gallons worth of blend capacity. Um, and then we just picked up, I think we've just about doubled our warehouse storage with mm -hmm. some new warehouses uh, uh, that, that Josh has, has picked up on behalf of the yeah. division, which is uh, Josh Emick, that is, which he's picked up for the division, which is huge. Um, and, and then, you know, we're, I told you before that, you know, I'm a, I'm a registered Choctaw Native American. That's kind of where the Renegade name comes from. And uh, we're about to start uh, Renegade Petroleum Services. Where we're going to look to become a member of the KPMA. And, and that's to work with other oil jobbership members mm -hmm. uh, that are in the KPMA. We want to work with other jobberships because what, there are certain companies 
that have to deal, you know, some between 4%, some to 7% of their portfolio yeah. with a minority-owned company. Yeah. And so we want to work with the allies and the relationships that we've already built with other oil jobbers to help service some of that right. business because we're, we're having companies saying, hey, Renegade, will you bid this diesel? Will you bid this gas? So I think we're going to be able to, to partner on some new business with other oil jobbers uh, to, 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 to expand their portfolios as well, and I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah, that's, that's definitely an exciting step. Well, I mean, if someone has any questions for you or maybe they want to get some um, Renegade fuel going in their weed eater, where can they get more information on you so guys? So they can go to our website. Uh, uh, they can go to renegaderacefuels.com, mm-hmm. or they can call our toll-free number, 800-733-3381, and I'm going by memory, 800-733-3381. I'm pretty daggum sure that's correct. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Toby, I've appreciated you guys uh, letting me just follow you around for the day, listen to you guys learn uh, more about race fuels and the industry and what you guys do day in and day out. Uh, It's been a lot of fun. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for spending the day with us and come back and see us. Yeah. Well, you guys have been listening to Fueling Kentucky, the official podcast of the Kentucky Petroleum Marketers Association. You can read about Renegade Race Fuel in our winter issue magazine. Go to kpma.org slash resources. We'll see you later.